The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place. From Illinois and New York, it's the Paternity Test. This week, 80s toys that no one wanted. 40 is the new 39. Toilet talk time bombs and kittens for Christmas. And now, three men who know who died in episode 7. Here are the dads. Hello and welcome. Episode 21 of The Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. I'm Matt Barese in Chicago. And I'm Dave Engel in Syracuse, New York. Welcome back to the podcast that really wants to exist in a shared universe with Mask, G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Visionaries, and Rom Space Knight. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> now, it, so, out of all of those things I just said, G.I. Joe is the only thing I've ever heard of. None of those ring any kind of bells with you? Maybe Mask and maybe Micronauts actually is the only thing on there that makes me go, oh, I kind of remember like a Micronauts commercial. Is Micronauts that young adult series where the kids turn into animals? No, that's – oh, what is that called? That's called Beast Machine. (laughs) Beast Machine? Beast Machine. (laughs) What would you say? No, I think that's what this episode is called. Beast Machine. (laughs) Interchangeable – the interchangeable world of Micronauts. They're like their micronauts look like basically tiny transformers, kind of like the Autobots or the they're remember trans- the GoBots. Yeah, so GoBots. Like, yeah, it sounds like the it sounds like the the transformer knockoff that your great grandmother would get you for your birthday. Oh yes, and you're like, thanks, grandma. Right, these I, this is so lame. I can't even let these two toys play together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't done all the math on this. Animorphs is what Dave just mentioned, and that's oh. from our young adulthood. So we're Animorphs. too we're too old for Animorphs. We might be slightly too young for Micronauts. A little bit late disco space movie. You know, all these toys are in their own way. Star Wars. Oh, Micronauts, Micronauts actually seems to precede Transformers se- and GoBots. Seventy nine. Micronauts yeah. starts in seventy nine. What this is about is that Paramount has a deal with Hasbro. And the G.I. Joe movies, and everything now is a shared universe. So the, the Marvel thing is so popular yeah. to have all these millions of movies. The Star Wars thing now is going to be a movie every year. Te- you know, but that's not a shared universe. Spin-offs. They're well, not crossing they're... over. No, yeah. but they're having like spinoff ones about a character and then like the episode oh, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And DC is doing it now, Justice League being the center and then the character spinoff. And now they, they're like, what can we do with these kind of has been Hasbro D-list <laughs> yeah. properties, and I rewatched part of G- the GI Joe Retaliation the other night. I'm the biggest GI Joe fan in the world, and I was like, "This movie's dumb." Because GI Joe only works in the context of Reagan era 30 minute toy commercial, right? Yeah. If you make it not silly, it's not GI Joe, and if you make it GI Joe, it's too silly to make a movie out of. Mm-hmm. So they said, "Well, what if we make it work by throwing more poop against the wall?" <laughs> so we'll take a late 70s thing about shrunk guys, the Micronauts. You guys remember Mask. Mask was a Transformers knockoff. The dudes all wear masks that give them different things they can shoot out of their mask. But then they also drive transforming vehicles. Yes. So the main guy had a gullwing sports car that when the gullwings pop up, it can fly. They lived in a mountain. Do you remember this at all? I do remember this. Why do they always live in a mountain? <laughs> Why do all? Well, can't these people get regular? Did. Like just a nice condo or something? They all have to live in a mountain? They can't pass the right. credit check. They've all got great. Yeah, I was gonna say they've all got like amazing credit. They can all get mountains. There was just like how shipwreck on GI Joe talked in a Jack Nicholson voice. There was a guy who drove a motorcycle that turned into a helicopter, and at the commercial break, he'd say, "Mask will return in a moment, and so will Venom." Remember that guy? Wow, yeah. that, that's the first thing that you've said about any of this that rings a bell. Is See? that that voice? Is it about the masks? Or is it about the cars? If it's about the cars, forget the masks. Yeah. But you can't shoot the mask's eye beams when you're driving the car. So mm. I feel like the whole concept there is a little convoluted. What? I just like that the leader guy's name was Matt. He was Matt Tracker. So I like that. And they're going to they're gonna shoehorn all this into the G.I. Joe world, which I don't see how that works. 
Right, because the G.I. Joe world, other than having ninjas in it and, like, nanomites and stuff, you know, Bruce Willis is, like, a retired U.S. Army general. Yeah. And and now there's shrunken guys and dudes with transforming cars and and Rom Space Knight? Do you know that one? No. So Rom was based on one toy. I'm looking at pictures right now. Yeah. It, looks, it does not look awful. familiar whatsoever. Yeah. It's a terrible toy. It's an, uh, the ugliest robot you ever saw, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is no one bought that toy, but Marvel made a comic about it that expanded it into many characters, and everybody liked the comic, and it ran for a really long time. And it's a guy in space, and to fight some aliens, they take these warriors, they take their brains and put them in robots, and they can't have their bodies back until they defeat these evil bad guys. So it's kind of grisly. And what's the other one? Visionaries? Yeah, Visionaries. Another thing that I cannot... I have no idea. I have no recall of, of the Visionaries. They were... Knights with holograms on their chests and on their weapons. You remember that? Okay. Now looking at image, uh, looking at images for of the visionaries mm-hmm. on Google does ring a, the the whole hologram thing on the chest. They look like He Man figures. Eighties, early eighties, crappy holograms were everybody's jam, right? Oh yeah, that was like the future. Holograms were the future. We were all uh-huh. going to live in hologram houses with hologram dogs <laughs> and eat hologram meals with blurry lenticular images. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I don't know what their deal was. I don't know if they're in the future. I don't know if they're in the past. I just know that. Well, they're knights. So are they future they might knights? Be future knights, though, yeah. Future knights. Are they in the G.I. Joe <laughs> universe, too? Future knights? But they're in the future. So is Rom. I guess Rom could be now, but far away. Oh, but, nah. I, I mean, I don't know. How do the G.I. Joes get to these planets? Why do the G.I. Joes get to these planets? Well, now they have the same way, like the Avengers travel to you know there's going to be some rip in the space-time continuum and uh, next thing you know will be lousy with future uh future knights and micro knots and visionaries i can see rom and the visionaries i can see gi joe and mask i yeah. don't know where G. G. Joe and mask in. almost makes sense yeah but uh then you start shoving micronauts and and mm. and space knights and all this other crap it doesn't you know yeah it really is a it truly is an example of throw everything against the wall mm-hmm. and see what sticks yeah it's an intellectual property party mhm everybody <laughs> in the pool boy yeah, if you I are the centaurs or the bionic 6 you are feeling like crap right now yeah where's their where's their franchise you mm-hmm. stole my bionic 6 joke <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for So Now You're Old, where you start to wonder if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if a reverse mortgage is right for me. <laughs> I've been in a bad mood, and I, I just at work at home, just uh, puss on my face all the time. Just old? I, just just from, just because you feel old or what? Well, Nick's like, what? what's with you? <laughs> I'm like, and I, I remembered... Because I haven't really been thinking about it. I remembered that I'm turning 40 next week. Oh. And I'm really not, I'm really not happy about it. It's funny well, because. At least you could always say I'm not as, at least I'm not as old as Jesus. Since you do share a birthday with him, right? Uh, I'm the 24th. Oh, you're a day hey, before. Hey, that is, does not cheer one up. Somebody on Facebook, <laughs> what, you know how they've just, uh, they've been passing around this story that it's been trending that somebody put together Biblical descriptions of Jesus and oh yeah yeah to make a uh, new information about what people looked like in Galilee or whatever at that time yeah. and like made a composite drawing of what Jesus would look like and it's supposed to be shocking because he's kind of brown and kind of Arab looking and so everybody's supposed to clutch their Christian pearls, pearls. yeah mm-hmm. people were talking about this online and I decided that it, I said that's ridiculous everybody knows from every painting that Jesus is fair skinned with blue eyes that's right aquiline nose and dark hair <laughs> and then it's, I was giving my daughter a bath at the time so i grabbed a towel and i threw it over my head and i took a picture of myself and i posted it and i said this is what jesus looks like because i do <laughs> look i look a lot like jesus with the beard like a, i look like a painting jesus yeah. when i have a beard I, I think i told you uh, the, the first time i ever grew a beard and long hair it was a summer in the 90s when we drove down to your house dave mm-hmm. uh, and, and i had a great aunt who was like born in italy and, and like beyond catholic and kind of nuts and super old she was coming over and I was really worried that she'd be mad that I had long hair and a beard. And she was completely, and she grabbed her Catholic pearls, which would be a rosary and was completely impressed because she said, you look like the Lord. 
And then the next day she came to our house again and she they'd had a sale at the rectory of various religious bric-a-brac and she'd brought a giant painting of Jesus in a gilt frame with a light on it that shone on the picture that plugged into the wall and she gave it to me because I wanted that evidently because I look like to, the Lord. And to this day it hangs above your bed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can't get turned on unless this, uh, the light is shining. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I look hey, at this picture. Professor I put on... Foster, what? Turn on the light. Just I can't, I can't see his face. <laughs> but I look at the picture I put on Facebook, and I look at my accordion forehead and my gray beard, and I realize that I am seven years older than Jesus, and can't even pull it off. I'm like Ted Neely. I'm still trying to pull off Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Twenty five years later, here it comes, everybody. So I found that Ted Neely. Time. Put your hands together. The Jesus comparison. Yeah, uh, folks, could you help him up those steps, please? So turning 40 is, is you're not looking forward to it. You're not like, no, oh, I can't wait to it's be not 40 like because I feel 30. great. And I'm not, I'm not excited about next week. I got to travel on my birthday. I've got to drive on my birthday down to Maryland. And just, I screwed up. The kids at school wanted to have an improv show for alumni, for you can even call them alumni when they graduate from high school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for alumni. And somehow it got booked on the 23rd. And I don't, I'm not known for my organizational skills, especially when somebody wants to book something three months out. So I'm like, fine. December 23rd. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> so that kept us from, so that's, the night before my birthday, but it's late when we get done. So that keeps us from being able to travel down to Maryland. Therefore, I have to travel for five hours the morning of my birthday. The day will be half over. I, I'm just not, I'm just not feeling it. And two, it's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel it anymore. I don't ever get excited about it. Then I feel like I always have sort of an appropriate level of, oh, this is nice. This way, you know. It's nice to be alive. It's nice to hang out with family. But I feel like since it's 40, I'm so, my expectations are higher. Not that I really expect anything, but I, I feel like there should be fireworks for some reason. And I don't know why. And I, I already know because when you're 40, nobody cares. Like it doesn't, there's no reason anybody should care. Like you well, made you should it. care because you're officially squarely a grown up and you might as well have one last party. Because when you turn 50, you're going to be really, really blue. Right. So 40, what you could at least be happy that there's a party. But I would think you would be used to being disappointed on your birthday because you're born on Christmas Eve. So you've had a lifetime of disappointing birthdays, haven't you? I mean, look, I've had a lifetime of birthdays with family. and That's great. I, uh, I have your solution, Dave. You need right. to start celebrating half birthdays and just forget your birthday. Yes. Just, just celebrate half birthdays and have a party every year on June 24th. I think I need to do this. And I, I've thought about it in the past and I've sort of blown it off the last couple of years, but I think like I my brother had a friend in grade school who, when he got to, he was in fourth grade and his name was Tim. And when he got to fourth grade, he just decided his name was Jason. And what? He, insist, <laughs> he has insisted that everybody call him Jason from then on. And now he's Jason. Everyone calls it Jason. Jason. He didn't decide his name was Rex. Lion-O. Yeah. Like, You're right. Or just, he picked an Jack equally banal something. name. Right. Just Yeah. Another boring name. So Stop calling me Matt. From now on, I'm Mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No more Dave for me. Now it's Douglas. Um, so just another white biblical name. Thank you very much. Yeah. And that's how I feel about this. I just have to be committed. I just need to say, all right, damn it. I'm having a birthday party for me on my birthday, June 24th. Mm -hmm. Who's with me? Now, does um, that make you 39 and a half now or oh, this 40 and a half now? I don't know. Because I think then I have to skip a year. So I'll actually be 41 in June. And I don't <laughs> think I could take that. I can't. I can't take that. <laughs> no, it's you're still 40. You're 40 and a half. So I think you celebrate a 40th birthday party oh, in June. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Although technically you are in your forty-first year, do I die sooner if I? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hey, folks, you are shopping a lot on Amazon right now, so why not put those lots of dollars to work keeping this show on the air? Lots. Do it by using the Amazon portal on the support page at paternitypodcast.com. It's easy. It's quick. It's free. And it keeps this show on the air. When you want to buy something on Amazon, go to paternitypodcast.com. There is a link there for support the show. When you click on that, you can either donate money to us via PayPal or you can click on the big Amazon box. And when you click on the Amazon box, Amazon opens up and you do your shopping. That's it. You just do your shopping. Amazon knows you came through our portal and they give us a percentage of their profits. And we use that to keep the show on the air. What are you guys buying on Amazon right now? Everything. Yeah. We're buying everything on Amazon. My wife has been on me. Like, what are we getting? So, what are we getting? Oh, your family? Yeah. You're kind of running out of time. Oh, God, <laughs> like, just stop it! And so, I I went on Amazon. I'm like, you know what? Screw this! Like, I'm I'm so excited about Star Wars coming out, and I'm like, every so I got every guy under the age of fifty in my family. I just got online and got them some sort of. I got my brother Drew. Drew, do you listen to this? I I got my brother Drew a Darth Vader waffle iron. I got a bunch of my nephews that the Star Wars action figure pack, all the main characters. So yeah, I bought so much Star Wars stuff. <sighs> I bought uh, there was an oldie timey Star Wars memorabilia sale at the comic book shop the other day. So I bought uh, an OG Leia, <laughs> the, like the white Princess Leia from A New Hope, for for Viva to play with with her Disney princesses. And I just said, hey, here's another princess, Princess Leia. And it's the same height as all her oh, magic yeah. clip princess. So she's in there. It's so funny because she's just playing with her. And there, she's like having tea. She immediately went into the bedroom. And Princess Leia was having tea with uh, who's the ice one? Elsa. Elsa and Cinderella. That's they were just fantastic. chilling, having, having tea. It was so Ooh. great. And then I bought myself a replacement, my original Darth Vader. You know how they had the lightsaber that slid out of yeah, their arm? The arm? Yeah, yeah. But since your arm isn't long enough for a lightsaber, there was that little the little dongle hanging out of the end. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I bit the dongle off because I was a little kid and I thought it was just extra plastic. And then I realized that if you bite off the dongle, uh, <laughs> he's just got like a light dagger. So I, I, I fixed that 35-year-old mistake by buying a new Vader. That's good. Plus, I can take the Vader and the Leia and have like a daddy-daughter dance in the Glitter Glider Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can make him kiss until you realize that's his daughter. <laughs> there are a lot of daddy issues in the uh, between those two. That's for sure. I thought I felt a disturbance. I've been watching so much of old Star Wars films on clips of this and that, and I was watching watching one from Jedi. And Jedi, I never, I never liked Jedi when I was growing up. Like, I, or and I, I never actively disliked it, but I, it never, I never wanted to watch it. You know what I mean? Like if I, I got the VHS tapes in the '90s. Like I would never watch Jedi, just Empire and New Hope, and Jedi. Like there's so much stuff in it that sucks. Like the whenever he's talking to Obi Wan again, and Obi Wan, and he's like, "You lied to me, jerk, about my dad." And he's like, "Well, I told you the truth from a particular perspective." <laughs> yeah, he actually says. From a oh, it was a certain point of view. He's like, oh, I was telling you the truth from a certain point of view. Like, wow, that's a way around it, George Lucas. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hadn't thought of this at the time. As he is the thing. Well, I so, told him Anakin killed your father because uh, Anakin is your father, but he changed his mind about some things. So yeah. allegorically speaking, it's like every time you change your mind, you kill the person you used to be. Right? Right? <laughs> if you like the paternity test, please help us tell other people about it. If you use iTunes or the podcast app on an iPhone, you can subscribe and leave us a review. Or subscribe to the podcast however you get your podcasts on your devices. Listener Grundle Butter left <laughs> us a five-star review. Oh, that's a good one. I like yeah. Grundle Butter. Right? <laughs> Grundle it's, great. it's good on everything. Right. Everything goes better with Grundle Butter. He says it taint what it used to be. It's better. I love the old show and love the paternity test even more. Keep up the good work, man. Keep up the butter, Grundle. And read our monthly column, Viva Daddy, in Chicago Parent Magazine and the Paternity Test blog every week at chicagoparent.com. This week, maybe stuff about how I met Ralph Lauren's hot daughter. Ooh. She is uh, she's a bit of all right, I got to say. It's funny that you, like I said, hey, I'm going to uh, meet Dylan Loren. 
And Dave, you immediately said, oh, she's really hot. And I, as soon, the minute I saw her, my first thought was, ah, she looks like Dave's wife. There you go. I got a type. Yep. She she runs Dylan's. Is that the Dylan's candy bar daughter? Yes. And I didn't know that Chicago parent was like, anybody want to go to Dylan's candy bar? And I said, can I bring my kid? Because I'd love her to go down there and maybe get some swag, you know, get some free candy. And they said, sure, you'll be interviewing Dylan. And, you know, I used to live, Dave, you and I used to live on 63rd yeah. and 1st. By the, and we went to Dylan's candy bar all the time. Well, then I Googled before I went. And find out that Dylan is Dylan Loren, and she's like a reality TV star, and she's, you know, one of Us Magazine's 25 most stylish New Yorkers. And then I had a total freakout, because what do you wear to interview Ralph Loren's daughter? Polo shirt. Sure. Clothes, clothes my mom likes. My mom loves yeah. Ralph Loren clothes. <laughs> I think I've gotten her Ralph Loren throw every, every year. She'll never be cold. She'll while never be cold. All those throws. Well, the reason they keep making them, I think. Well, this well, so they, older they have a they have candy bar now. So she just happened to be there that day? Just, like, she doesn't live here, right? No, she doesn't. Uh, she came to Chicago. She doesn't come to Chicago much, I guess. But she came in the Chicago store, you know, because it's Chicago, and it's 10 years since she opened the other, or I don't know how many years, but several years since she opened the other one. So, like, they had more time to plan and more real estate, so it's bigger and fancier and crazier than the New York ones. There's mm-hmm. several of them now in different major cities. Um, so since she was in Chicago, she did like a press junket. So Chicago parent went, cause we're going to talk about it in the like February, like candy issue and also probably do a blog thing on it. Uh, yeah, she like, I'm sure the trip was there right before me. I'm sure sometimes was there after me. She did Windy city live the day before. And, um, she's hot. She, she's got like eight month old twins. Uh, you couldn't tell by looking at her. It's cause she had the twins with a surrogate. Uh, and all the, when, when that happened, all the news outlets were like, Hey, how come you had a, your kids with the surrogate? And she said, I'm, I'm very busy. Oh my nice. Oh. <laughs> well, that the, the pregnancy is the hard part of being a parent. So it should all be downhill battle. Yeah. The wind's at your back after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, why have kids? Why have kids? You were that busy. Uh, somebody's going to inherit all that money. You want to just go to, to uh, shareholders? <laughs> I was worried, though, because somebody who, like, lives and breathes that rare of air, I'm like, is she going to be weird? Like, is this going to be awful? And am I going to be depressed after? But she was very gracious and said great things and gave me a huge tour of the store and then gave Viva, like, mountains of ice cream. and can- I mean, Viva was jacked up all day. I think it may have permanently stunted her growth and changed her metabolism because she <laughs> ate so much sugar in that hour. She's type 3. Right? <laughs> She's a whole new type of diabetes. <laughs> It's like wealthy. We took the L down and we ran back. (laughs) She said, hang on. And we just flew. She flew me back to our house. (laughs) She grew monkey wings. (laughs) Now it's time for Mr. Manners. That's where you use the forks from the outside in. Or the the outside in. No, outside in. I always have trouble because I try to hold all like three forks at once to eat my salad, and it's just I don't understand it. Yeah, I never understood how people cool. had a problem with it. I always thought you had to be stupid to not know because what you, you're going to work from the inside out, so you're left with <laughs> a fork like and a foot away from you, eight feet from your plate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people! Like that's like, a good uh, point. Pretty woman, I don't know which fork to use how about you use the one that's closest to your hands when they're laying on the table <laughs> it's kind of you, intuitive who knew that, that Dave, who knew that Dave was so like had such strong feelings about dinner etiquette I just I grew up never being in that situation and seeing people like, oh, hey which one do I use for the salad and someone would look look over at them knowingly and be like choose that one I kind of yeah, think use, I use the cold fork dear I grew up never having more than one fork at my plate. So no, but then I got, I made a million dollars and I went to a fancy restaurant and I got there and I'm, and the butler came up to say, Oh sir. And I'm like, no, no, I get it. It's on the outside. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Thanks. This little bowl of water here. Am I supposed to dip my butt in it? No, no. <laughs> Wrong side, sir. <laughs> What am I supposed to do with these croutons? <laughs> what's all this? What's all this sugar in this bowl for? <laughs> Who eats lemons? <laughs> what have a plate of lemons on the table? Give me the manager. <laughs> I'm just making stuff up now. 
Well, my daughter's at an age now where manners matter because mm-hmm. toddlers and babies are just id machines that are yeah. forgiven for all their horribleness because there's no, <laughs> you know, <they're, laughs> yeah, you let it slide. They're not accountable. Yeah. yeah. Well, but at four, right, you're accountable. So I, I'm a, I'm a weird. I think you guys would it, agree that I'm a strange paradox of uptight and not uptight. Sometimes my sense of humor can be crude or I can be loosey goosey. But when it comes to certain things like bathroom things, I can be mm-hmm. really uptight, right? Sure. So I'm trying, raising my daughter to be equally uptight about <laughs> bathroom things. And we were at, I talked about last week that we'd gone to the toy and game fair. And there were a lot of games there that were really rude. I mean, acceptably rude. It's what the TV tropes would call bad butt. You know, when like when badass is too harsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a game I've seen a lot of commercials for on this holiday season called, like, Booger Bob or something like that. That's one of the ones we played. Yeah. I, it's it's a name. I can't remember what it is, but you pick a guy's nose. Until you get until his brain explodes or something, right? Yes. You yes. lose when his skull comes off the top of his head. Yes. If you pick the wrong booger, his skull <laughs> flips open and his brain comes shooting out on a spring. <laughs> and today, Viva was at the table and... She was testing the waters, and she said poop. And I said, Viva, we're not in the bathroom. We had told her that uh, I think we called something like bathroom words. So she thinks, so when we go in the bathroom, she immediately unleashes all of her (laughs) swears. I've been holding this in all day, Dad. Hold on a second. (laughs) Poop, poop, pee, 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 vagina. Ah! And so she said poop, and she said pee. And I was saying, and I wasn't mad. Like I was feeling kind of chill. So I was like, you know, you're not supposed to say that. She's like, pee. And then she said, I don't remember what the context was, like what this little programmatic thing she was saying where she kept, she was saying, saying like a little template joke and kept dropping in her swears. And then she said toilet and underwear and toilet paper. So I, I, I realized what she thinks. Now anything involving the bathroom is a swear to her. So like oh, yeah. I think she probably thinks scrubbing bubbles is a swear. <laughs> yeah, it well, you're well on your toe. way. Of, you're well on your way of giving her a complex. About yeah. the bathroom word. If someone, you know, if someone just mentions bathroom word, is she going to lash out at them? I think she is. How dare you? How dare oh. you say what? Lysol. <laughs> we are in a polite company. How dare you say Lysol? How dare you say medicine cabinet? <laughs> well, she, she added brain. She said, how about brain? And I realized that because I had said that that pick your nose game was rude yeah. and yeah. that game had a brain. She now thinks that brain is a swear. Brain you, you brain hole. <laughs> That'd be like one of those words they, they sub in on, you know, when, you, when you're watching Die Hard on ABC Family or something. Oh, know? right. yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon, yeah. <laughs> we basically teach our kids that there's words you say at home and there's words you don't, that you, you know, you say at home, but you don't say out in public. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's our line. It's Has so anybody let fly a coolie in public since the since the oh, last yeah. incident? Coolie's fair game. Yeah, ever, since, a, ever since Cooley Gate, Cooley yeah. Gate. Oh, Cooley's not a bad word. Like ass would be a. I think right. I say ass. Why know, does it sound? Like, why does it sound so dirty to me? Why does Cooley feel dirty? Cooley does to me? sound dirty, doesn't it? It, it does. Feels but like it's a bad. Not. If I heard a kid say it in public, I would feel uncomfortable. I don't or you think they were racist because they were they were mentioning uh, Chinese railroad workers of the 19th century. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, my kids are racist. They're really, <laughs> really racist. They call Asians Orientals. I think it's more ignorance than it is. Yeah, they're more like the old man type of racist who just doesn't know any better. Yeah, they're they just, just from a different know. generation. They've seen a lot of stuff. It's like, you know, it's like they fought in World War II and called people Arabs, you know? It's yeah. not, they don't hate them. They just don't. Oh, uh, who's that guy over there? You know, the real light in the loafers one. Yeah, that kind of Yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that Irving type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you put brain not in the rude category then now? For I think Viva? I said, I said brain's not a bad word. But she, she played the nose-picking game. There was a game there that I really... Tried to avoid, and it was called Who Tooted. Oh. And it had a stand-up of a guy sticking his butt out, and flatulent sounds were coming out of a speaker uh, at the trade show booth. Mm -hmm. And so every time we'd walk by there, she'd hear all the farting, 
and say, Daddy, I want to go play that game. I want to play that game. And so the more I tried to gently nudge her away from the farting board game, the more she became obsessed with the farting board game. And I really think, and I think it started with Lion King and was completely codified by Shrek. But now flatulence is a part of every children's movie and property. Yeah, I've noticed that quite a bit. Even on the Disney shows, there seems to be a lot of like Disney XD kind of stuff. A lot of flatulence going on. Pretty much any kid's movie is going to involve some kind of bodily function. And I guess they're trying to, you know, maybe they're trying to normalize it, but... Uh... Oh, make us all like the Japanese where you read, who, you know, what's everybody poops and you buy soiled panties out of a vending machine on the subway, right? Oh, that's, a big, that's a big leap, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's I can... so big, I... I don't think it connects, but yes. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I, I... Think, I think there are other cultures where the bathroom is not... A shame center. <laughs> yeah, mostly because there's also a lot of countries where you go to the bathroom in public or, like, <laughs> you know. Right, out in the open. Yeah, out in the open yeah. or you have to dig your own hole. Yeah. Or you poop directly on the corpses of your dead relatives that you threw in a ditch outside your house. Outside <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this my God. Like Canada. Um, so many memories. <laughs> Brings back so many memories. We're working on the same thing in our house in terms of that kind of stuff. Is that, you know, there's things that can happen in front of the four of us in our house. And then you've got to make sure that you're a little more aware of it when we're on other company, mixed company, you know. So whether it's, you know, if we're in the family room watching Full House and someone lets one rip, it happens, you know. But if we're in, you know, if we have friends over or we're at a friend's house, I would expect my kids to get up and walk to another room if they have no other choice. If they cannot hold it for four hours, you know, and they've got to let one rip, I'd expect them to find somewhere to go to uh, expel. I would expect them to go somewhere else or learn how to make it look like other people had done it. <laughs> learn how to blame it on the dog. Yeah. learn Just do the thing where you sort of look over your shoulders like you're looking for something. You know what I mean? So that other people think, oh, it's not him. He's you like look at the person it. next to you and just kind of eyeball exactly. someone to your left, you know, and go, exactly. you smell that? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Ingle, where is your fartatorium? <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. My daughters know that any place is a place where you can let go in our house. <laughs> and they do. Yeah. There's never been, yeah. Uh, the dinner table. I do. I, I don't want our, my well, kids farting at the dinner, dinner table. table. Not at a funeral, not at a dinner table. <laughs> That's it, though. Anywhere else. Happy birthday. Well, maybe while we're singing happy birthday. Depends whose birthday it is. Depends on the timing of it, too. I mean, if you hit yeah. it right at uh, the volume. Know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, you... it's still cute. You know, I let them get away with it. It's not like they're a guy and they're going to. They're. I think their shame is going to kick in a little differently than if they were a guy. So I feel like by the time they're five, the world is not going to let them fart out loud around their friends. We've just not had any discussion about flatulence with our daughter, and so it just she's just not flatulent. You've never heard your daughter fart? No. I guess I've smelled it, but I've never heard it, and we've just not given it a word, and she just doesn't know what it is. I guess she knows that there's something called gas, but I think she refers that talks about that more with regard to gas pain. It's the she thinks it's the evil parts of her soul escaping from her body. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't <laughs> let it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fart around her next time I'm in town. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Viva, you hear that? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna do it again. You know how? Why? Because I can control it. It's funny. She'll say, "You have to go to our special farting den down the hall." <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to put the shame rope around your neck if you do it too many times, <laughs> and then kick the chair out from under yourself. That's what Daddy says. <laughs> Social media isn't just for spoiling Star Wars, it's also for us. Like our page on Facebook, share our posts, and follow us on Pinterest, on Instagram at The Paternity Test, and on Twitter at The Dad Test. And send us a question or a comment for The Paternity Test mailbag. Just email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 657-BAD-DADS. I actually got tickets on Friday night to see the show, uh, which was last week now that you're listening to it. But I actually got tickets also to see it Thursday because I was afraid I would hear something about it if I didn't see it right when it came out. So are you going Thursday? Yep. I'm going both nights. And Friday. Oh, wow. Who are you going with tomorrow night? Oh, Just man. me. What time? What time's the show? 
10 o'clock. I uh, am trying to figure out how, how I will see it more times. Like at this stage in our life when it's hard to see a movie at all. Yeah. I'm going to see it opening night, but uh, this is probably, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie multiple times. It's you probably know, a Star I've never Wars seen, movie. I can't think of the last time I saw the same movie in a theater twice. You know what I mean? Like a, a yeah. movie. I think it was Revenge of the Sith. I think I saw that twice in the theater and that was it. Like the last time I saw a movie twice, and I'd like to see this twice, but man, I wish they would show movies all night long. Because if I could sneak out at three in the morning, which I would do, I'd go see it then. You could sneak out by midnight. I guess I could do it at midnight. I guess as long as it's after bedtime, I won't get in trouble, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm seeing 10 o'clock shows both nights. Smart. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'll be any big spoilers. I say that now, but I don't know. I just can't imagine, at least in, unless unless you're looking for them, you right. can probably avoid them. Because right. any, anyone who puts an obvious spoiler out on social media is, they're trolling. Or, you know, I was thinking we should put out so many fake spoilers that even if people put out real spoilers, you never know which one's real and which one's fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not really spoiled for you. I'll probably do that. I should have done that today. Uh, so today is the day. Uh, if you're listening to this, Star Wars has been open for a week. But when we recorded it, it was the day the embargo went off at 8 a.m. So Wednesday. So now there's reviews uh, and right. So I had, at eight oh one, I should have been like, I can't believe Han got killed. Yeah, <laughs> shot oh, look, in the face by she's, Chewbacca. She's laying. She's laying behind somebody crying. I don't know who it is, but God, I can't wait to find out. Probably one of the Micronauts. <laughs> Probably one of the Micronauts. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like there's some big secret with Luke that you know this is what they're trying to hide. But yeah, you know, and it could be any number of things. But I feel like that's going to be the big surprise. Whatever is going on with him. I wonder well, if he's going to appear in the last one minute of the film, and then everybody's going to be like, hey. That's kind of what I think. Uh-huh. I heard he was in it. One of the trailers has him in it. He's in it. It's time once again for Animal Crack-Ups. That's where feline leukemia has never been funnier. <laughs> Speaking of feline leukemia, Ellie has got this idea in her head, and I, and I don't know what made her. We've had a dog since she was three. She's been fine with it, and just in the last few months, She's got the idea that she needs a cat in the house, and she's been begging, and she wrote Santa for a cat, and she drops hints every day, multiple times a day, and I'm we've almost caved a couple of times. Like she's she, and then we're like, wait a minute, what, what are we doing? Why are we? Huh. What do we do? What do we? Gonna, why do we want to do this to our house? We've kind of found a, a balance here with the dog and the kids. We're very yeah. happy with it, and and I I do like cats. I like cats. I would like to kind of have a cat. I'm the one who leans towards more having a cat. But then I think about what happens, one, what happens when when we leave now? Because we have already have we have arrangements for our dog. We, you know, my, my stepmother can watch our dog. We've got friends who will let the dog out, and that's great. But then you, a cat, you got to put a cat into that mix. I can't take the cat to my stepmother's house because she has her own dog too, and that would cause all kinds of chaos. I guess you can leave a cat alone for a little while, can't you? 24 hours, 48 hours, three days? Oh, yeah. What's, what do you think is the safe limit, like the humane limit to leave a cat in the house with just some food and water to go like away like two nights or one night? Don't know. I would oh, uh, my, like my gut says at least one night. At least one. Because first of all, they don't care. They don't care. My dog would hang himself if we left overnight. <laughs> but a cat doesn't care. He'd even leave a note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. I would probably be back, but I killed myself I just, just in case. I couldn't yeah. be sure. So yeah. <laughs> I just played it safe. <laughs> yeah, I could see the dog doing that because my dog goes nuts if I leave to take Ellie next door, literally next door. And I, when I walk back in the door, he is excited as if when we go on vacation for a week and come back and see him. He's the same level of excitement. I could be gone for 30 seconds. I could be gone for 30 days. And my return is is like his life has been renewed. He's like, thank right. goodness you're back. I didn't know what right. I was going to do. A cat can live, I think, up to six weeks just on its own body fat <laughs> and songbirds it murders in the yard. <laughs> but what about the so the, the other things? Obviously, you know, cats don't you don't we don't declaw cats anymore because it's inhumane. So then I've got a cat with sharp claws t- that could potentially tear up my house or my kids or my uh, groin oh. or my dog or my dog's groin. So there's that. when we had a cat, we had a timed feeder that yeah. would give it like a week's worth of food. In a robot machine that would only oh, open each day. I like that. But it's, and it, it had claws. Oh, I guess it was just gentle and old and didn't destroy yeah. things. So it depends on the temperament of your cat. But I think you could go a few days depending on the cat and depending on how acrid you want your home to smell. 
Well, she's made <laughs> there's that too. Now I do have to say there's there's litter has come a long way. I mean, I've been in people's houses with cats that I cannot smell litter. I cannot smell cat pee. Whereas uh-huh. I feel like in the '90s and in the '80s, especially, you walked you knew in. If they had, had even if they had one cat, you mm-hmm. knew it when you walked in. It was like, right. "Whoa, urine!" Right, litter was just made of just crumpled up newspaper. At that right, point. yeah, it was just gravel in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> it was just gravel. It was just fine gravel. And now it like solidifies immediately, and it traps it. And there's, I mean, it's pretty amazing. So I'm not too worried about that part of it, although I don't know exactly where we would put it in our house. What do you have for utility rooms? Well, we have a laundry room, and the dog's water is in the laundry room, but there's not a lot of room in there. It is cramped. It's tiny, and I don't think there's room for a litter box, at least not. My wife seems to think there may be, so maybe with some rearranging. I'd really like to get a stacked washer-dryer, and that would give us some extra room in there. Uh, but I'm not going to buy a new washer and dryer so we can get a cat. So that <laughs> seems to be a little bit overboard. So I, I don't know. Like I, she's, she's, and the fact that she's asking Santa for it, so she's expecting. Oh, no. She wait. Is ex- she's expecting there to be a box I on Christmas that. morning. Oh. With, like she, her letter to Santa this year said, I want a cat. I want an orange and white cat. I'm going to name him Dreamsicle, and that's what I want. And she wants a, you know, a cat bed and a cat this and a cat that, like things for the cat. That she's getting, and, you're so screwed. Well, I've been telling her, and 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 this is true. I've been telling her since the since the first time she mentioned a cat, and she asked for a cat for her birthday, and now she's asking for a cat for Christmas. And I keep saying, Ellie, I'm not. We're not going to give animals as gifts because it needs to be. We can't just go to the store and pick, you know, grab a cat. Or Santa's not going to just bring a cat in a box no, and hope have elves build a cat and hope that everything's going <laughs> to work out okay. You know, like we can't just hope that it's a good fit with our dog, and we can't just hope. That it's not going to destroy our house or that it doesn't have some kind and of... And she said Santa's magical. He'll make sure that he brings a cat that does get along with our dog. So I've been pushing that. So I think she's finally got the message that Santa cannot bring a cat. I said Santa doesn't give... And maybe Santa does, but not in our house. Santa, Santa doesn't give animals for gifts. Unless if I see Santa fish. within 50 feet of this house with an animal, I'm going to shoot him dead. <laughs> Right. So I feel like I've I've squashed that a little bit, but she's a little heartbroken over it. Like I could tell that I've kind of broke her a little bit by saying we can't do that. We can't give a, a, a cat as a gift. But I feel like also the, it's the responsible thing to teach her is that you shouldn't put Life a puppy in a box. Yeah, I'm teaching her that she should get used to being disappointed by uh-huh. her father. Yep, fathers let you down. Uh, so yeah. I just don't know. I mean, she, this is a girl who's played, se- you know, second fiddle to her brother for 10 years. And she's fantastic. She's very talented. She's smart. She's wonderful. But she spends 80% of her life at baseball games. <laughs> so I feel like I owe her this. So you, you're still thinking about it? Does she have an alternative major gift or is that kind No, of- that's the other thing is that that makes us stumped for Christmas because we have lots of little things for her. Uh, I don't know what Santa can give her, though, because the only thing she wants from Santa is a cat. A real live We pooping. bought you birds for the same reason. You did buy me birds. Why did you buy me birds? Because we had forgotten that we were going to do roommate presents, and it was the 23rd at 9 o'clock at night, and only PetSmart was open, Are and you you'd said 10 me? times that you wanted birds. Uh. So we went and got you birds, or a bird, and bird stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we had birds, and it was a disaster. It was the same thing because you'd been walking around for like six weeks being like, oh, oops, and it brings me a bird. So we got you a bird, and it ruined our lives. <laughs> you can't be hung over all the time and have birds. No, it was they were loud. <laughs> oh, those birds. So if you don't get her a cat, does she want a dollhouse or something? I think you're stuck. you got to get a cat. Oh, this is terrible. What if I just get one of those cats that that looks like it's breathing? And just put it in the little cat bed, and she can just have that. That's a good. How about how about uh, one of those BB-8 robots with the app control? Uh, that'd be great for me. Well, they go around the house by themselves. It's like a cat. We could do that. Or I just get her a Roomba. <laughs> and just like I'll put some cat ears on it. That's fantastic because she gets a pet and it cleans the house. Well, it's Super like a reverse, awesome reverse cat. cat. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> It is a reverse cat because it makes your house cleaner. And, yeah, it's fantastic. It doesn't shed. It anti-sheds. It reverse sheds. And it doesn't puke hairballs. That's the other thing. Is that, oh, it picks up the dog's hairballs. Is, is hairballs. Like, cats puke all the time, don't they? Depends on the cat, but they puke some. They all puke some sometimes. It puked plenty. 
All puke some, some puke all. <laughs> Isn't that what they say about cats? Yes. I'll puke some, some puke all. <laughs> That's the catchphrase on the box. I get it. <laughs> so that. I got it. Go to the shelter and say, give me the sickest cat you have. <laughs> what, what cat is closest <laughs> to the other side? And then it'll die in a week, and you'll say, oh, you've learned an important lesson. Everything and dies. She, yep, and she yeah. won't want another a pet because it was too sad an experience. She'll be so sad that she'll want to get rid of our dog, too. She's like, just take the dog away. Put the dog to sleep. Put the dog to sleep. I just can't. can't I don't want to go through this again. Let's do it now while I'm already sad. This weekend, we went out to Northerly Island because there was a, it was supposed to be an Arctic festival, except it was like 65 degrees. Oh, that's right. It was supposed to be like snowshoe marching, and uh, there was going to be a big dog sled exhibition. Uh <laughs> So they, what they had was a sled that was actually like a giant bike, like a three wheeled bike oh, that sure. you stood up on. So it was like a, uh, oh, dog chariot. Yes, exactly. It was the dog chariot. So they had huskies there, just very hot huskies <laughs> that wanted to die, <laughs> but they were also adopting huskies. Uh, uh, they're adorable when they're you, puppies. Oh, I bet. I bet. These were bigger, but they, uh, they said, you know, you can rescue a pup, uh, a husky right now if you want one. And I jokingly said to my wife, so we're going, we're going home with a sled dog. And uh, she said, no, but I, I really do want a cat. And we don't have a cat Ooh. because uh, the baby's allergic, uh, which is like a miracle. Oh, oh thank so you, great. allergies. Yeah. And I realized that you guys <laughs> both have dogs, but I, I realized that I would rather chop off my pinky toe than have an, a pet again. It's just such a well, pain. Well, Kelly and I have talked another about, one. Kelly, Kelly and I have talked about the fact that after Bo dies, you know, he's eight, seven, eight, eight, I think, after he dies. Uh, you know, which hopefully won't be for at least another four years, that we'd probably just go without a dog for a while because it would give us a little more freedom. And not that, you know, I feel like we have enough neighbors around here that we've we've never said, well, we can't go to this party because no one will let out the dog. Like we've never, mm-hmm. it's never held us back necessarily. It's Gotta just cost you a couple, a couple of shekels when you go on vacation though, right? Well, no, because it's all, we've always had relatives. My my parents have always watched oh. Bo. When our, I, I've never had to board him. I've never boarded him oh, in okay. the seven years we've had him. Waterboarded him once. I've wa- yeah, I just, I just, I just got a feeling he knew some secrets. How do you get the, how do you get the washcloth over his entire mouth? <laughs> got to use a whole bath towel, right? <laughs> so easy with a human. So if we get a kit, a kit, a kit. If we get a a kitten, you figure that's gonna. Some cats. I've got my, my brother, and his his wife have had cats that lived to be twenty one. Like this cat could outlive me. Oh, absolutely, easily. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about that too much or anything. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so that's a big commitment. Like I, I'm not sure that I'm ready for that. To... You're gonna have the worst of both worlds because you're gonna have a dog that needs to be walked or let outside, and you're gonna have a cat where you have to go fishing for its feces and collect it. Yeah, and just like the kids said, they would help with the dog. I mean, they're not gonna help with the cat either. It's gonna be me scooping poop outside, and then me scooping litter inside. And scrubbing the hairball, puke off the carpet. Well, did you get Bo early enough that you could get insurance for him? No, we never. We kind of figured if there was anything wrong with him that needed insurance, then we would just probably be putting him down. That's how you know. That's yeah. how I know what. <laughs> it's time for him to go. Oh, yeah. If if this goes, boy, I wish I had health insurance for this. Then you go, <laughs> well, he lived a good life. Right. Sorry, folks. Uh Fortunately, it's only going to cost about $2,000 for this procedure. And how much? <laughs> $2,000. Oh, my God. And we really want to go to Disney this year again. <laughs> I don't know what my – Dave, I think we've had this discussion maybe on the old podcast. Like, what is the limit? Like, well, how much is too much to for, save well, there's, no, there's no, There's no limit. There's well, I no think you said your wife would save Fonzie before she'd save you. Oh, yeah. Like, Easily. Like, yeah. If, they, if Easily. somehow you and Fonzie were in a car accident together and – and the doctors came out of the emergency room and said we could only save one of them. <laughs> For some reason, they were also treating the dog at the hospital. And she said, would ask, yeah, we only she have would, enough doctors she, on staff to save one one of them. <laughs> she would try to find out how much longer I would have if they saved me. Like she'd oh, try to get like all of my blood work done and see how many good years I'd have left before yeah. she'd sa- she'd save me. But she might as well kill me because I'd never live it down. Our dog doesn't trap us, but it almost does. Mm-hmm. Like when our kids go away to college, 
and yeah. we've got a dog. I don't know. God well, help and, us. And then at that point, it'll be an elderly dog. Right. Well, let's be honest. I mean, Fonzie's, your kids aren't going to be in college. Your, kid, your kids will be in high school. No, I'm talking Fonzie about dies. another dog. Oh, I, mean, okay. I, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. what I mean is like the, the next one. The next one, yeah. I'm hoping she's too despond. I ho- I'm hoping she's too heartbroken to mm-hmm. ever have another one. Pray. <sighs> so I don't. So know. you can never love again, huh? No, no. I'm thinking I'll get back on the never love again. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it's time for another episode of the paternity test to let the kids dress up like Santa and give sliding down the chimney a whirl. Try not to end up in a Phoebe Cates monologue. Follow us on Twitter at the Dad Test. Like us on Facebook. And visit our website, paternitypodcast.com, or email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com. Catch us Tuesdays at chicagoparent.com and call our voicemail, 657-BAD-DADS. Tell your friends about the show and consider a donation to the show via our PayPal link at paternitypodcast.com. All right, everybody, remember... What happens in Matt's bathroom stays in Matt's bathroom. And until next time, best of luck passing the paternity test. (laughs) 